Good evening, how are we? Hope that we are well. Hope that we're having a good weekend. What awesome weather. Thanks to those of you that are catching up on replay. Appreciate you having you with us. Um, let me just send some invites. Go. Hope that you are all well. Bear with me while I just send a few invites and then we'll get started. So I'm super excited about another, always better than yesterday, interview session. So that'll do. I won't send it too long. So yeah, how are we doing? Episode four of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. And this time um, we are interviewing my friend, my mentor, the awesome Sean Brown. So all of my Y sisters um, will know Sean very well. Uh, and I'm glad that I get to share the great man with you all, um, for those of you that don't know him. Um, before I bring him on, I'll just give him a, give him a bit of an intro. And... Um, when Lisa first joined Unique, that was a bit like, um, that was a thing for her, you know, it took away her attention. So that was already this one thing where she's on her phone a lot. And, and then, no, I was fine with that. I was cool. I was cool. I really was. Um, but that was time for her. And then one evening I'm allowing her to do her thing, doing her business. And all of a sudden I hear this bloke's voice coming from her phone. I was thinking, what? Like, I thought you were supposed to be working anyway. Little did I know it was the voice of Sean Brown doing some awesome talks in the um, the Unique Vanity Flare group, which, you know, he, he's um, I'm, I'll let him talk about that when he comes on. But um, yeah, so I, 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 that's the first I ever heard of Sean Brown, you know, taking my wife's attention from me. And um, yeah, it was amazing. Like I, I got involved and, you know, it got to a point where we were both watching um, his videos at one point and um the great thing about the man is that he reached out to Lisa um, and, she, you know, just offering support. And she mentioned that I was interested in coaching and, and things like that. And he said, great, let's speak. Um, such is the mark of the man. Like, you know, he, he wasn't after anything, after any business, just after uh, an opportunity to share and and, um, and inspire. So, yeah, I took him up on the offer just over a year ago. And it's safe to say that I haven't looked back since. He's He's been a great mentor for me during that time. So I'm incredibly privileged to be able to share him with you this evening. Um, and for those of you that have never watched one of these interview sessions, this is the fourth one. The main reason I'm doing this is because I'm a nosy monkey. I'm curious about people and I want to know... Um, the habits and the mindset behind successful and inspiring people. So that's why I'm doing it. I would have asked these questions of these people in private and I thought, how about I just, I do it on Facebook Live and I allow you all to benefit from the process too. So that's why I'm doing it. And if it's not for you on a Sunday evening, you'd rather be doing other things, then that's absolutely fine. I am totally cool with that. So I am going to bring on Sean himself, which isn't letting me. So Sean, as long as you're on the, the phone and it's, horizontal. We should be able to get this going. Drum roll. I know. There we go. You wants to be on. There he is. Wait, let me just sort my, Hello, let me sort my face out. It started like that. That's no use. <laughs> here we go. I'm here. I'm here. Hello, my friend. How are you? Very well. I'm very well. I didn't think I was going to make it at one point because the kids wanted Beauty and the Beast, that story time. I was like, why have you chosen Epic Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> well, I was supposed to be coming in two minutes. <laughs> Amazing. So, it's, it's always the way, isn't it, when you've got plans? That's it, mate. That's it. So straight, straight, literally from upstairs. Love you, love you, love you. Run downstairs, jump in here, and then we run. <laughs> Amazing. So for those of the so for the the people that joined in, for those that are catching up on replay, um, can you please do me the honour of introducing your fine self? Yeah, it won't take too long. Um, my name is Sean Brown, um, former teacher, now coach. I also speak. The foundation of my coaching, which we'll get into later, is all about now helping people get back in touch with who they truly are, who they've always been. And then that's pretty much all I want to do. That's it. And then we see where that takes people. And so it is super short. Um, 
because that's pretty much all I do now, just in different forms, be it writing a post, be it speaking on stage, be it doing something like this. It's always the same. Um, that's that's it. Like That's literally all I do. That's amazing. So um, from your time of being a teacher, what led you into coaching? A couple of things. One, I, without getting too political, fell out of... There was just this moment, well, it wasn't one moment, it was just over time. Teaching wasn't for me and it was obvious. Um, the way that it's engineered, the whole paradigm of teaching at the minute is an idea that children come in and they're almost empty vessels and we need to pile them full of knowledge. And I think that's backwards, I think it's the other way around. I think children come in and they know who they are and we just need to draw out who they are. That's all we need to do. And so as that plays out, you know, examinations, intense, um, sort of scrutiny, intense sort of like assessment of children. You know, I'm looking at these sheets with children on like, you know, green, green's good and red's bad. I'm like, oh, this is, these are children. What are we actually yeah. doing? And so I just got a bit disenfranchised and it just sort of made sense to, to move on. And then, you know, as, as things played out, it sort of, the path was there. So I took it. Um, mm. But yeah, that's why. I couldn't stay in the system as it was anymore. Um, it just wasn't for me. And I felt, yeah, I felt very stifled by it. But I don't want to get too much, I don't want to get too much into it because it's not, it's not that the teaching is bad. It's just that the direction it's looking in is not the way I'm looking anymore. Yeah. So before I move too far away from the teaching, what advice would you give to to young people, particularly those that are just about to leave school, making their way into the world? It's not as serious as you think. <laughs> Trust yourself. No matter what anybody tells you about who you're supposed to be, who they think you are, you know, how good or not good you are, just understand that the greatness you see in others, you have, we all have. It's a shared resource. Trust yourself. And mm. life will show you where you're supposed to go and do your bit. And sort of, life will show you where you're supposed to play your part. Don't worry much yeah. if it's not obvious straight away. It's not bloody obvious to me now. Like, still, you know, like, and I don't think it is to a lot of us. And, and I yeah. sometimes think that that's a problem. But I've, I've, I've now experienced hanging out in the unknown is a great place to be. I have, half the time, I have no clue what's coming down the road. I like it like that. Um, yeah, so... So what, so what advice would you um, suggest they ignore? Anybody telling them who they are. Hmm. Anybody, anybody putting any assessment, judgment on them and saying, that's you. Mm. No, that's not accurate. Like, it's not. None of it is. And when you see that, because the problem is when you think it is, and we identify with that, we're then, we're then limited mm -hmm. and over-realise we've become limited. When we can see through that, we can stay in touch with who we are, even when other people may not understand it, may disagree with it, may say it's right or wrong. When you're in touch with who you are, the voice of others almost become irrelevant because you know, for you, you're following your signal and no one else can, mm -hmm. no one else can hear your signal. Mm -hmm. No one else can get in touch with your signal because it's yours. Yeah. And where that signal comes from, that insight is universal. We all have signal within. However, what it translates to for each person is different because each person is different. And so, yeah, disregard any judgment from teacher and me included if I ever did it to any child. It wasn't meant, you know, it was my habits, condition, and I'm sorry. It's not who you are. No judgment has the power to accurately sum up what a human being is. It's not possible. Mm. So you said at the very start, you're all about helping people realise who they are and, and, and that's sort of a key theme throughout what you do. Mm. Um, and um, so within that, can you just outline your approach to, to coaching and, and for those that are listening um that are probably new to the concept of yeah. you know what can on the surface seem like a deep question mm -hmm. how people might go about finding out for themselves well who they are mm. 
Well, the first thing in terms of what I do is it's changed a lot. I now go into a conversation with somebody and, 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 and to sort of give more than that would be to turn it into a technique, which I sort of can't because each conversation goes where it goes. And what's fascinating yeah. about it is some people, when they get into a conversation of that nature where I start to sort of just point to, you know, let's explore who we truly are. Some people want to go there. Some people want to run away from it. Both are fine. Like, it's cool. Mm. But when there's opportunities to, I very gently and sometimes bluntly point to who we are. And let me sort of make clear what I mean by that, because without the context, it's, that sounds like super woolly, like, well, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we define ourselves a lot of the time by either what we do or a bunch of adjectives, a bunch of description words, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But what I like to do with people when we speak is get ahead of all of that. Like literally the whole thing, get ahead of all of it. So instead of going to the I am confident or I am not confident or I am happy or I am not happy or I am joyful or I am sad or whatever, we go to the I am. That's it. Everything else, we can, we'll, we'll put it down for a bit. We might bring it back. Maybe, maybe not. But all of that is put to one side and we just concentrate on the I am. What is mm -hmm. the source of I am? What is the nature of I am? What actually is I am? And we examine that. And, and that only. And in that examination, people, not always, sometimes, not always, because it's, it's not up to me, catch a glimpse of something that they've not considered before, they've not looked at before, and in that glimpse, the whole nature of the conversation transforms. The whole nature of it changes from what we both thought it might be about to something completely different. Um, and so what I point to is what unites us rather than what separates us. What I point to is unification rather than separation. Mm -hmm. What I point to is who we all truly are rather than what it looks like we all are, which is different. So, you know, I'm defined as this, you're defined as that, blah, 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 blah. We try and get ahead of all of that and, and, and go to that place. For some, that just, that's, that's all we do from there. We literally just explore that and explore that and we see more, we see deeper. For some people, that's sort of in the background and then, you know, the, mm. the game of life stuff, so to speak, comes in. Mm. But that foundation mm. is there underpinning that same conversation. Um, yeah. How does that benefit people? Because What difference does it to make to the people that you speak with? Because when you understand something, the nature of your experience of it is different because you understand it. Mm. When you don't understand something... That's where confusion comes in. That's where misinterpretations can come in. That's where a whole host of judgment can come in, burden. When you understand who you are, you can go to the heart of your own experience. And when you understand the heart of your own experience, which is where a lot of people don't want to go, when you understand the heart, you understand yourself. In understanding mm. yourself, you simultaneously understand everybody else you see. So what then happens is I'm speaking to somebody. They're telling me something, and it seems like we can't relate, but I can because I've been to the heart of my own experience, and I understand who I am, and I understand who they are simultaneously. Mm. And so in that, judgment falls for all people. Judgment falls in the most challenging of conversations where you, you sort of think, how on earth could I even get to the place where I didn't judge that? It's because I understand it. Not that mm. I'm saying it's right, but I understand how that can lead to that, can lead to that, can lead to that. I, I understand because I've been there. I've not done the same thing, but I've been there mm. in the heat of forgetting who I am, in the heat of just straight up ego, in the heat of that. I've said things I regret. I've done things I regret. It's the same thing. Mm. It might have different mm. content, but it's the same It's the same thing happening. And so that's mm. why it's so important. In understanding who I am, I understand who you are. In understanding who you are, I understand who we all are. And in understanding, understanding who we all are, there's unification, not separation. All conflict comes from not understanding the other person and then turning them into mm. a caricature so we can judge. Mm. That's amazing. So, right, so let's break that down. So what <laughs> habits 
what habits do you think uh, and I'll always remember a conversation I think me and you we were talking about this time last mm. year and and I can't remember specifically what it was but I was wanting to do something I think I was probably wanting to get up and exercise more often in the mornings mm. and I was trying to fit it in and and I was like should I do this should I do that and you were like bro do what serves you best right. and it's that concept of what serves me versus you know um just doing it because I felt like I needed to or had to and it was so that concept of what serves me best what habits have you developed that serve you best that's a great question um to be honest with you I have there are things that I probably routinely do but the more I've looked in this direction the more that what I said to you has become stronger for me if that makes sense mm. to the point where this might sound weird but there are, there are no habits as such. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, Keep going. let's use the morning routine for an example. I went for a very long period of time where I was trying to force myself to start my morning in a particular way because that's what everybody said led to success. Now, whether it leads to success or not, I, I don't, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I'm not that fussed about that anymore. What I'm fussed about mm -hmm. instead is what feels right to me now. Now, that now always changes right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. now is the here and now so the here and now of this moment now may not necessarily be exactly the same as the here and now in three days time when i'm in that moment therefore i don't have something that i'm like i have to do that otherwise it's all broken down but at the same mm -hmm. time the, there is a sort of pattern that has emerged but i wouldn't want to say i wouldn't want to turn that into this is what i do because I wouldn't want to lead someone down the path of looking to the looking to the habit and missing the essence. Mm -hmm. The essence is what mm -hmm. I said to you. That's the essence. If we follow yeah. the essence, whatever needs to play out for us has got more of a chance to play out. If we go to yeah. oh, well, someone said it's blah, 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 we're missing the essence, right? Mm -hmm. That, whatever it is, that routine is coming from being in touch with who we are. So the universal thing is, be in touch with who you are rather than any particular behavior mm -hmm. that makes sense what what yeah what changed because obviously a year ago you were keen morning routine it was mm -hmm. it was the platform for greatness it's what was the springboard to your day do you feel like you get the same kind of benefits from your going with the flow approach like what changed in your in your mind to 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 move away from the uh, I guess the consistency of a morning routine. Great question, and 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 to to answer that, what's weird is I am still consistent. I am, however, mm -hmm. um, it, it it it's different as I, as I explained. The key thing was to alleviate the burden. That's all. Mm. We've got so many people burdened mm. by activities. Like if I don't do this. You know, I'm lazy, I'm a bad person, I'm this and I'm that, and it's not accurate. I gave myself the grace, thankfully, through just seeing what I see more. To where I can, and look, I can't always do it. There's times when I feel super burdened. There's times when I feel lazy or inconsistent or, you know, I'm not getting it right. But that's normal and natural. And if that comes up later, I'll explain more what I mean by that. But in general, where I can, I try and alleviate the burden of expectation and judgment because it's not accurate. It's not accurate. And in the lifting of burden, we're like, we can breathe. And in lifting of mm. burden, we get back in touch with the freedom that we actually are. And in that place of freedom, that's, that's the stuff. Freedom is the stuff. Creation is the stuff. Routine is cool, but Routine born of creativity is great. Routine born out of, this is what I need to do to be successful because somebody down the road does that and if I don't, I'm never going to get there, is Burdensville. Mm -hmm. It's going mm -hmm. to kick us in the backside at some point. But we're not doing it because it's our signal. We're doing it because we think we should because the person down the road is doing mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's, let's just explore that then. So the opposite of burden is freedom. Right. And I guess, how do we recognize, I guess, if I'm just trying to pay up with what you've just said, would you agree? So how do you then recognize when actually there is slippage and you are probably not giving or showing up as well as you could do? How do you recognize that? In myself. 
uh, yeah, or, or, or you know, how would you um, speak to a client that was, um, you know, almost using the I'm in flow and freedom as a not an excuse, but a reason for not showing up? If someone's truly free, truly free, then it's not an excuse. Can't mm. be because freedom is freedom, right? Yeah. So yep. if I'm free, I'm free. That's the point. But when we're in that, this is what it's crazy because it doesn't, it looks like it would lead to anarchy and like just chilling out and watching Netflix or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Sounds <laughs> like that. But the opposite sort of, for me, the opposite has happened. In the, in the falling away of burden, in getting back in touch with who we all are, not just me, mm. who we mm. all are, there is this understanding, this realisation, oh, I'm free, you're free too. It's not just me, it's you too. And so yeah. it changes the nature of what I want to do with somebody. I don't want to get them in a particular routine. I don't want them to, it's not, it's not about that. I want them to get in touch with who they are and only that. Mm. And then once they're in touch with who they are, Let's see how that plays out. And what tends to happen is when someone's in touch with who they are and who we all are as a collective, they tend to mm. want to serve the collective. They tend to mm. want to off their own back rather than separate themselves off and retreat. It's almost the opposite. It's like, I know who mm. you are. Everywhere I look, I see myself. Everywhere I look, I see love. And, and, and love is expansive. Love is expansive. Love wants to share itself. Love wants to spread. Not in a romantic way. I ain't talking about that. Like, <laughs> Sharing the like, love now, my friend. Like, like, Look at the love hearts. The love hearts are being shared, my like, friend. You know what I mean, though? Like, when we're in touch with yeah. that, when we're in touch with who we are, we see everybody as ourselves. And when we see that, we just naturally reach out. I mean, a silly story which sort of highlights to this, right? I was going to the shop the other day. And as I'm going, I see a guy across the road, old guy, and he's got a mobility school. And he's really struggling to get it up, right? Naturally, I don't think, and this is the thing, it's outside of thought. It's outside of thought, which is why I'm talking about feeling. It's outside of thought. Mm -hmm. I find myself mm -hmm. over there helping this guy. And we're both like wiggling around, getting the scooter up on the platform and get it up. And then do you know what was so cool? He just starts talking to me about scooters and like he's um, starts talking to me about his chain that he's got that's super secure and no, nothing's going to break through this and starts telling me about all these cool things. And I'm just, I'm just stood there listening to this guy with the biggest grin on my face because mm -hmm. I see myself in him and we talk. Amazing. And he talks and I talk. Then his daughter comes and she's like, oh, why are you here? And we talk again. And I shake his hand like, nice to meet you. And literally lives like 20 seconds away from me across the road. And I go to the shops. That's what I mean. Mm. It's that. Mm. It's just this. You you lean into. We lean mm. in. So, so that's human connection, you know, at its best, right? That's just you, you two people, and you're you're there in that moment, present. In in a world of fast paced technology, mm. social media, how do we reconnect with that? Social media can be used to do that. There's no reason why it can't. Social media is a tool. The tool in itself has no power. The person coming on applies who they are to the tool. Mm. That's how. I agree. And so, Absolutely agree. We, we've met each other, what, how many times? What, in person? Once. Yeah. Once. Once. Well, and I did get the biggest of bear hugs. <laughs> I did demand yeah, that of you. But you know, we, you we, we've spoken <laughs> and we've we built a friendship, and sure. you know, through the power of intentional social media, you know. So I completely agree 100%. with you. My most ninety-five percent of the people I coach, it's videos, and um, mm. yeah, ninety-five percent. All those videos that you talk about that you're watching, all through social media. Um, mm. Posts that I've connected with that really spoke to me. By um, he doesn't like me calling me. Um, his mentor, not the other way around, me saying he's my mentor, but Garrett Kramer, who I look to for guidance, Facebook. Mm -hmm. I found him through Facebook. Mm -hmm. I sent him a message on mm -hmm. Facebook Messenger. Like, it's incredible. The yeah. thing itself has no power. Yeah.
it's it's funny did you catch my intro when i was talking about you and obviously then lisa was was watching you and so i've already gone from kind of like the kid lisa's hierarchy right kids business it was then sean brown i tell you what i've gone down two more because it's now fraser brooks and bob heiling you know what i mean <laughs> like i i am off the charts now am i still about fraser though am i still about fraser don't speak with Wait, yeah, so I think I'm you're always going to be a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can ta- you, you, can, you can tag him. You can tag him. <laughs> the original. Yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, so, there's, there's people out there doing great things with social media, just as there's people out there putting divisive things out with social media. It's not, it's not the social media. Yeah. So let's talk about that one time when we met then. Um, yeah. It was at a unique event. It was. It was amazing. It was Lisa's first time of, of public speaking it too. Great as well. um, yeah, she did a great job. And um, I just want to touch on your public speaking because I, you know, I was in the crowd watching with awe at your um, your amazing headline act. And just for those people listening, mm. talk people through what you're thinking of. Sort of one or two weeks before the event, mm. a few hours to go, mm. and then when you're on stage, if you're able to break it down to those three? Yeah. A few weeks before, usually, <laughs> this sounds crazy when I say it, but once I've decided on the direction that I want to take the talk, as you saw, my slides are super random, like the things I use. Mm-hmm. If you, whenever I send them to an organiser, they're like, what is this? Like, they're really, <laughs> just like what is he actually going to say? <laughs> Especially when you bring Moana out and troll. <laughs> use anything, like anything that catches The best sort of coaching. Yeah, anything, I'll use it, right? Um, so a few weeks before, I've, I've chosen a direction, I've got slides, and then I leave it. I don't do anything. Now, what's really random is, what's what? I don't know what this is, but what I start hearing is a voice in my head saying stuff I'm going to say. And like, oh, it's, like, it's almost like it's writing itself, but it's not writing it. Mm-hmm. I can hear things like, ooh. And then sometimes I write, write a few bullets, but the more I've been doing this, the less that's been happening. And mm-hmm. I'll get to why I think that's taking place in a minute. A few hours before, <laughs> it depends. Like, if you'd ask me, you know, say I'm getting on a phone, you ask me at 202, who knows? If you'd ask me, you're super confident, I might say absolutely, or I might be like, absolutely not. I'm all over the place. Now, the reason that's happening is because we swing from remembrance of who we are, all is well, you know, this is going to be fine. Being in touch with what I was talking about before, you know, our natural state of love, understanding um, the true self we are. And then we swing from that, knowing that, being in touch with that, to completely forgetting that even exists. And then we're a hot mess. We're nervous. We're anxious. We're in fear. Now, what's crazy is that swing, I don't control that swing, right? It just is what it is, and it plays out. And I've done enough talks now to sort of know that, you know, logically, I don't need to be that disturbed about getting up and speaking and talking because I've mm-hmm. done it that many times now. And, you know, the, the feedback's been pretty consistent, which just shows me, again, how out of control I am with this swing. It just does what it does because the things mm-hmm. that are going through my mind People don't believe me. And when I share it on stage, I shared some stuff on stage last time I spoke about what was going through my mind. And I could see people's faces like, I can't believe he still, he gets that, it's, that's him, like how, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, because mm. we're all the mm. same. That's why. Mm. Because I'm no different to you. And, and, and actually thinking I am somehow different to you works to their detriment, not to their, it doesn't help anybody, it's to their detriment. Yeah, we're creating a separation between who we are and who they are. Now, oh, they can do something, blah blah blah, and that's mm-hmm. not accurate. As I said before, the the shared self that we all can tap into, we all we all have that. It just expresses itself differently when it when we're in touch mm-hmm. with it because we're different in that way. But aside from that, we're all in touch with that. And so mm-hmm. I share that deliberately to tell people, yeah, I'm absolutely. <laughs> And I, and I think that's important because I, I think in modern day, so you, you look at the growth mindset, fixed mindset kind of with, with Carol Dweck and um, 
you know, the, those with a fixed mindset would look at people like you on stage and go, that's because he's God gifted, naturally talented, and I'll never be like that. Whereas right. the growth mindset people will know that you'll have worked hard on it. You're human. You'll have put in your thousands of hours worth of practice. You'll have done your homework. You'll be nervous, you know. It's, the, I guess the growth mindset understands that we're not separate, that we are, um, you know, equally capable of achieving that level of uh, performance. Mm -hmm. True. If you, if you did the things in the background. Right. So I guess for those, so, so for those that haven't, or, or probably that sat here listening and thinking, I would hate to public speak, you know, number one fear um, for, for most people. Mm -hmm. How did they get started? Um, we'll get to that. But I'm going to go back first. Uh, I just want to. We'll get to that. Yeah. That thing we talk about fixed mindset, growth mindset. What people don't see, like that's one way of putting it, is the size that I'm fixed about the race. Like I, what I was saying before, I'm in that. If you want to call it fixed mindset, I'm in that. As I'm going up to do that, like there's times when I'm mm -hmm. in that, I'm like. I'm getting up. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Like, is this even relevant? Or why did I put that bloody alarm slide in? That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm in that, right? Like that, you can't escape that. That's who, that's part of our experience is that feeling of being cut off. It's me. It's all on my shoulders and the whole world is outside of me. Like that's an aspect of our experience. That's when we forget who we are and we can't, we're not, we're not in touch with that connection at all. At all. We feel away from that. And so to share, to, to, I'd shared that because I know I hear growth set and fixed mindset a lot. And I think people sort of get this idea that, ooh, I'm all growth, like all the time. No, you're not. No one is. No one is. There's nobody on this earth who's 100%, 24 7, 365 in that place. We all swing. I don't care who they are. And if they tell you that they don't, they're in denial about who they actually are. If we watch them, like, on 24-7 on the camera, you'd see it play out. At some point, you would see it. It doesn't matter who they are. Like Adam says, it's not binary. Sure, it's not. We ebb and we flow, all of us. Now, the ebb and flow is not like, it's not like one second here, one second there, ten seconds here, ten seconds there. It's not mm. regular. It's not regular. But mm. we can swing, we can be all up in ego for, I don't know, let's, let's throw... Let's throw a bit of time out. You know, for a bit of time, then be out of it for ages. I don't know. And vice versa. But we all mm. experience both. That's the most important thing. We all experience both. It's super important to know that. That's what unifies us. That's what mm. unifies us. Before that, we think there's people who never experience it. And then there's me who's mm. always experiencing it. That's separation. What I'm saying is, no, we all do. It's human. Normal. Mm. It's okay. So, so you're, you you you've been to see the likes of um, Steve Peters live um, in um, in talk and, and I guess a lot of what his um, chimp paradox kind of my chimp management is all about um, I guess getting back to the um, state where you're in more control of of your thoughts and your, and your thinking and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, it, what's your view on that now that your um, your thinking is is more in the balance and flow of things? My take on it is this. Who we truly are is found in the absence of thought. Not in the playing around with thought. So to use a reference point to my talks, when my talks are flowing, flowing, I'm in touch with who I am. And when I'm in touch with mm -hmm. who I am, it's literally like I'm in another place. Maybe you've experienced that before, like maybe sport or um, doing a talk or doing a presentation where you almost disappear. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You almost just, you, you, who your notion of who you are just is gone. And then you just, sort of just <laughs> and then you're just going and you're going and you're going and you're almost like, remember, and you like catch yourself again, right? That space mm -hmm. where you were just getting after it and just, it was just coming and coming and coming without thinking. That's who we mm. truly are. It's in the absence of thought. That's where I'm different. I don't really look to controlling thought or manipulating thought or trying to think any particular thing. When we are in thought, we are in the construct of who we think we are. Doesn't matter what we're thinking when we're in that construct. When we fall mm. out of thought, we thought we, we've dropped that. So as I said, it's like we drop who we think we are, the sort of falls away. 
And it's almost like, like, whoa, I'm free. I can say what I want. I can do what I want. I can blah, blah, blah. Like, because you, you feel that there is a feeling of it. You can only feel it. You can't touch it. You can't smell it. You can't taste it because it has no form. Like, who we are, who we are in truth, isn't form. You can't find it anywhere. If I was like, there you are. That's who you truly are. But you can't find it. It, it, it's not it's a felt experience not a not a tangible mm -hmm. objective it's turning you back on the objective actually and looking towards mm -hmm. the formless the spirit so, so adam asks how did you come to that realization for you that's an amazing question adam and if i was to say that there was like one particular experience to be honest i'd be making something mm -hmm. up like because I'd be trying to pinpoint it to an actual event. And for me, it wasn't like, a, you know, like all the, you know, all the stars aligned and then like, you know, Simba, um, Mufasa was- Yeah, Mufasa comes out of the sky. <laughs> it wasn't like that for me. It was very, I started just looking in this direction. I started listening to more spiritually based material. I started reading more spiritually based material. And, 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 I, and to be honest with you, when I first started listening to it, I was like, there's something in this, like I could feel it, like I could feel it, but I have no idea what I'm listening to. Like it made no sense, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. like, what? Because it was so against all my conditioning. It was completely mm -hmm. looking in a different direction to what I was used to. Completely. Like 180 mm -hmm. turn. But just something kept drawing me to it. I can't, I can't explain it in a way like it wasn't a formulaic thing. And then just slowly but surely, there was realizations of what there was something in what these people were saying. Mm. As I said, you know, mm. my mentor Garrett Kramer, Alan Watts, another person who I started listening to, Course in Miracles, another thing, um, reading mm. the work of people like Sydney Banks. Like all these people were pointing in this spiritual direction. And what it did for me was, I used to be in the church, but the church didn't make sense the way it was presented. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Mm. But then when I was listening to this, I was like, ah, that's what he meant. So yeah, what it, did, it... it started to it, over time these different pieces here and there that I picked up but couldn't quite piece mm. together started to piece together and I could just see mm. more. And I know we're near the end of seeing what there is to see. I don't think it ever ends. I think it's an infinite opening up, an infinite mm. sort of it's infinite depth to this. Mm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't just like one, it wasn't one like moment, it's over time. Great. Mm. I, I think I think I think I'm where you were in terms of that first kind of like I, I kind of get it and I'm with you and I'm I'm more yeah. with you than I am the the kind of context. It's a little bit of you know. It's um, cool, man. It's beyond my grasp, right? but I get it. And I think you were supposed to find that path because just hearing and seeing you speak, like one of my favorite quotes is, "Those who know do." And those who understand teach and like that is you are the embodiment of that like you're taking this concept and you are making it something that you are living and breathing and just in just hearing it through your voice and your expression and the way you you talk about it it's absolutely your space and it's just a joy to, to listen to. right and here's the thing right you don't need to worry about getting this because you live this mm. you already yeah trust me when i look to you you live this that's why i reached out i was like I need to speak to him because I see it. You don't need to, it's not about like getting the words right or like wearing like tie dye or like, you know, it's not about anything. <laughs> it's just about when we're going through our life with that loving spirit, when we're going through our life with that peaceful understanding and sort of just being in touch with, with, with all people, mm. that's living it. Living it's the bread and butter. Don't, we don't need to worry about words. Like, my grandmother gets this, like, she lives and breathes this. She doesn't talk about ego, true self, and, and all that. <laughs> because when you're around her, you know, like, she's just in touch with it, right? She's just in touch. Yeah. And so sometimes we can we can get in this place where we worry, like, am I saying it right? Is it, is it, it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. So before we move, so before we move too far away yeah. from public speaking, right. if, if, no, not if, when you do a TED Talk, <laughs> what, what will your talk be on? It'll be about reminding people who they truly are. Mm. That's it. Um, it might have a fancy title to try and get more views on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but in essence, 
it'll be that, nothing else. It, and it won't be tagged to anything. It won't be find out who you are so you're more successful or find out who you are so you get a six-pack or find out who you are so, you get, so you're balling. Like, all of that for me has fallen away. Like, I'm not interested in, in any of that. All I'm interested in is let's get people back in touch with who they are. That's it. And then from there, let's see what happens. Like, honestly, that's mm. it. And it's phenomenal what does happen. And the reason why that is more freeing for me is because if I go to somebody and we're like, ooh, it's got to be about, um, let's say somebody comes to me and says, oh, my business has got to be X, Y, Z. And I'm just like on that, on that, on that, so narrow. That's okay. But we're playing around in the same area of, of form. What I'm saying is, mm. put form down for a bit. Let's explore who we are in this whole other direction. You can pick form up at the end if you want. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to pick it back up, it'll be waiting there for you, right? Like it ain't going nowhere. It's all good. But let's just explore this with nothing else on it, just pure mm. exploration. Then go live your life and see where it takes mm. you. Like that, that, that's mm. simply it. And so that would my TED talk would be an exploration of that with TED attendees, basically. And would you sing? If the moment felt right to sing, I'd sing. And that's that thing about freedom again. Like, yeah. That's it. When you're in touch with who you are, one, you don't give a monkey's what somebody in the crowd would think mm. of it because it's just coming from a place where you're not in control of it. It's happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. it's happening now, right? mm -hmm. um, so there's that. And two, your spontaneous, unique, no pun intended for those presenters on here, your spontaneous, <laughs> unique expression emerges. There's no effort to it. There's no force to it. There's no, um, I can't think of a deliberateness to it. It just emerges, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I can't answer that now, but if it felt right to, I would. Haley says, can you give us a few notes? <laughs> um, I could, yeah. I don't know what I want to say. I've not been practicing anything, Haley. so you've caught me off. Um <laughs> We'll get to it at the end if this time. I'll... We'll, we'll get to it at the end, sweet. If there's any requests before what Sean should sing, stick them in the comments. Yeah, stick them in, but if I don't like your request. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, um, do you have a favourite TED Talk? I don't really watch TED Talks, to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't watched any for a very long time, truth be told, so I can't really answer that. Look, it... No, that's cool. No. That's cool. So, is there any... Um... Let's talk about failure very quickly. Have you had any kind of failures in your life that actually led to success? That that first had kind of appeared to be a failure, but actually turned out to be um, a blessing? Oh, all the time. All the time. And look, looking in this direction shows me very clearly that failure is a man-made, made-up concept. In true failure doesn't exist, can't exist. By what metric definition, other than man-made stuff, can anybody say anybody's failed? You mm. can't. So when you see that, you realise that failure in of itself doesn't exist. Like, if I put a child in a test in school and, and then just make up this password, like, you know, you've got to get 18 out of 45 or whatever to pass, and they don't, mm. then they're a failure? That makes no sense. Because that came out mm. of somebody's intellect, and they went, ooh, this is the password rate. This is the failure rate. That's yeah. real. Like, that yeah. is real. And so I don't even see failure as failure anymore. I just see failure as life playing out. It's just life playing out. And sometimes it plays out in a way that I would, you know, I would judge as like, oh, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. And mm -hmm. sometimes it plays out in a way like, yeah, that was a bit crap. But ultimately, none of it can define me as a failure. It's not possible. Or success, not possible either, because I just am. The more we look in this direction, the, the, the labels that we think we are start to dissolve and fall away more. Mm. And by the same token, we don't buy into the labels that we would sometimes maybe apply to others or people mm -hmm. would apply to us. We, when we're in touch with who we are, it, 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 it just like, okay. And so, so how, how does that level of thinking become accessible for the um, people that aren't so in, in tune with, with what you're talking about? They are what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, you are. So what, pra what practical things could they do to get them closer to 
seeing it for themselves. There's nothing. To, there's nothing practical to do about it. The reason I say mm. that is because for me to make it into like a bunch of steps, here's how we sort of deal with failure. It's the same thing in different clothes because then you'll have people go, "Well, if I can't do that, I'm a failure." So it's the same loop. We're going back to the same thing. Mm. Well, everything that I'm describing here is who we are. We can either remember who we are or we can forget. Both are fine because it's still who you are. Mm. Like, if you forget who you are, it's, you, you still are who you are. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it's not so much that somebody needs to accept what I said or believe it or try and move towards it or anything like that. If, if it resonates and something you hear in it makes sense, that's mm. enough. That's enough. And, and over time, in that continual looking in that direction, there's almost like a, you know, when you have those aha moments, there's sort of like a, ah, and then in that, we've arrived. That's all. So there's no rush to get there. There's no, there's no actual need to get there because you are there and you either know that you're there or you've forgotten that you're there. And both are fine because you're still there. It doesn't matter. And when's the time? Say again, sorry. And when's the time? When's the time? Right here, right now. <laughs> Always. The time is now, absolutely. So, is there anything? Um, is there anything that you would like to to share with the viewers that are checking in? Well, first of all, um, gratitude for watching. Um, you know, I you know, it, it's a busy it's a busy world, right? There's lots of places people could be right now, and they're here for that. Just massive gratitude. Um, and again, gratitude is just now pouring of who we are too. It's, it's love with a different name applied to it, right? Um, so that first of all. And secondly, if anything I've said has made any semblance of sense and um, you want to look at it more, you want to reach out to me, my door's open, send me a message. Um, if I've said something and you've been like, I sort of hear someone thought, what did you actually just say? And you, you're in that place where you're sort of like, what? That's a sweet spot mm. to be in, again. If you want to reach out to me and explore it more, feel free. Same to you, Ryan, if you want to. Like, because what I'm saying here is not this, it's not this weird esoteric thing that some it applies to some and not to others. It's the opposite. It's who we all are like. What I look to is what unites us all. And the I am, the awareness we all share, is who we all are, is what we are playing living this all out through, through awareness. And so whether you know that or not, or whether it's sorry, not know that, whether you forget that or not, it's cool, right? It's absolutely cool. So forget the words, live your life. Mm -hmm. Forget the words. If it if it resonates, feels right, that'll do for now. And where can people find more of you? Um I'm what have you got coming up? You got um you got a few projects in the background coming up yeah, soon? Yeah, I've got um so I'm on Facebook mostly. I've got a website with nothing on it. <laughs> so I need to start out. <laughs> I've got one, but um, do need to fill it out. Um, I'm on Facebook a lot. I'm speaking um, at various network marketing events. Um, got one next month, Natasha Pearson's for the Unique Crew on here. Natasha Pearson's event in July. In August, my Holly Miller's event as well. Um, so I've got those two coming up. I've set up a membership subscription group um, called True Nature. And in there, we simply explore who we are. That's it. So it's done via me doing posts or doing lives. And then we get together twice a month and do like a, a big Zoom call and sort of share this and, and speak together there. So that's sort of my latest thing. I've been pouring a lot of energy into that, which I've been a bit quiet on Facebook because I've been writing quite prolifically for there. But then all mm -hmm. that stuff I'll be able to throw on my Facebook eventually anyway. Um, so I'm doing that. My podcast, which I'm going to record the music for tomorrow. Like, yeah, Amazing. Music. Amazing. I can't wait to hear <laughs> I'm that. I'm going to record that tomorrow. So as soon as that's done, I've got three episodes already done. Like, they're done. Just Amazing. need the music to tag on the front and the end. And then what's the website um, out. What, Go on. What's it called? What's the approach of your podcast? What 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 type of... Same um, thing. What are you aiming at? Same thing. To, um, to explore our nature, to explore who we are as human beings. Um, it's called the universal, obviously, mm, because nice. we're pointing towards that, what unites us, what we share. 
Um, so yeah, it's called the Universal. Really looking forward to sort of then mm-hmm. what I've said on there. Um, and yeah, that's that. And then over time, hopefully, you know, there's people in the circle who see it how I see it. I'll get them on as guests and things like that as it evolves. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that coming out. So that's that as well. So yeah, I'm amazing. Busy. <laughs> Amazing. As soon as it's available, I will share it away in my timeline. Absolutely. I'm a big supporter of yours. Massively appreciate that, my friend. Massively, massively appreciate that. Awesome. Are we going to sing together? (laughs) Can we sing together? Like, I I don't sing in public, so I'm just going with the flow. I'm trying to remove all sorts of form. (laughs) What should we sing? Should we sing Wonderwall? Ooh, yes. I said maybe. Well, you go first. You go first. You're gonna be the one that saves me. I'm not starting from the beginning. Oh, no, I, people ain't got the time for that. <laughs> and after Amazing. all, and after all, you're my wonder wall. You're my wonder wall. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you so much for, for joining by awesome. and uh, stopping by. Massive value. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep you on and I'm just going to wrap off because I found that the last few, um, oh, I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I found that the last few I've, I've um, cut the person off okay. and then it's just, it's just knocked everybody off. So <laughs> if you don't mind, I'll just wrap up. Guys, if you've caught up on replay, if you have joined us, thank you for joining us. I hope you've um, enjoyed hearing um, us effectively have a have a, have a conversation and you've all been uh, privy to that so been really cool. if there's something that stood out drop it in the comments if you've got any questions i'm sure sean or i will both drop in and, and answer those yeah for sure. um yeah and, and keep an eye out for sean's content i can't tell you how much of a great support he's been for me um and i thank you for that sean and i thank you for your time this evening thank so, you mate you're doing great things honestly as i said to you whenever it was when we first spoke just get out there because the people need you now. Just do it. And you are. It's so awesome. So just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing great things. I appreciate that, my friend. Have a great week, everybody. All the best. Take care, guys.